Let's open our Bibles to Job 25 for an opening passage of Scripture this morning. It's a very short chapter in the book of Job. As Bildad asks questions about justification and standing righteous before God. These three friends of Job were three of the wisest men on earth. To be a friend of Job, you would have had to have been a wise man and a righteous man because one of the character traits of a righteous man and a wise man is that he only chooses friends from among those that are wise and righteous. Job 25. Then answered Bildad the Shuhite and said, Dominion and fear are with him. He maketh peace in his high places. Is there any number of his armies? And upon whom doth not his light arise? How then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Behold even to the moon, and it shineth not. Yea, the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less man that is a worm, and the son of man which is a worm. Amen and amen. Amen. Bildad the Shuhite is one of those three friends that assembled around Job when the Lord brought all the calamities into his life. While they falsely accused Job of having secret sins, and thus the problems in his life were due to his own hypocrisy, and they were wrong in that accusation, they were correct in the way that they spoke about God and his judgment on hypocrites. So the words in this 25th chapter, being from Bildad, are correct. They're true. It's just that overall those three friends took the terror of the Lord and applied it against Job, accusing Job of having secret sins, and he didn't have any. The Lord was just testing him and showing that God is greater than man and can do whatever he chooses with his people. In the second verse, dominion and fear are with him. That is with God. God is in dominion and sovereign power over the entire universe. And fear is with him. It's appropriate to fear God because he's a terrible being, as the Bible describes. The Apostle Paul would say, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. And that is what is intended there in that first clause of the second verse. He maketh peace in his high places. He governs all the angels and principalities of the universe. The angelic realm is organized into various levels of and hierarchies of power and authority. And the Lord is over all of them, and He makes peace. They all get along, they all agree with Him, and they all obey Him. Even the devil himself and the devils that are his cohorts, they can't even enter a pig without permission from the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As you can read in Mark chapter 5 and other places. Is there any number of his armies? The Bible speaks of the innumerable company of angels. Those are his armies. When the Bible says that God has the name of Lord of hosts, hosts are referring to the armies of heaven. He doeth according to his will in the armies of heaven. Daniel four thirty four and 35 would tell us. Right. So there's no number. Is there a number that you can put on the angels in the armies of God? No. They're innumerable. It's a rhetorical question. 
And and upon whom doth not his light arise? Who functions in this universe without the light that God provides them? None. They're all dependent upon him, and he is Lord over all. In the light of all that, in the light of dominion and fear are with him, that he makes peace in all his high places, that there's no number to his armies, and that everyone is dependent upon his light, it sets the, the Lord God very high. How then can man be justified with God? If God throws the angels that sin out of heaven, and if God makes peace by electing and preserving the other angels in their original integrity, and if his dominion and fear are with him, how can a man stand justified before God? Justified to be, to be declared guilty, guiltless of sin, to be declared righteous, to be declared free. How can a man stand that way before God? How can he be clean that is born of a woman? Because everyone that is born of a woman is connected to Adam and has Adam's original sin and has Adam's sin nature in them and they sin from birth. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. The Bible says of them in Psalm 58 and verse 5, Even the moon, the lesser angels of heaven, yea, the stars are not pure in his sight, And this is not referring to a ball of fire in the sky that is like our sun. This is referring to the angels that are called the stars of God in various places. And they were not pure, and he threw some of them out of heaven. And if God is so just and so righteous and so holy and terrible that he casts sinning angels out of heaven, how much less man that is a worm, instead of being compared to stars like the angels are, We're compared to worms. How will we ever stand before God? And the truth of the matter is, we shall all stand before God very soon. And how shall we stand? We're worms in His sight. How can a man be clean that is born of a woman, and how can a man be justified to stand before God? Well, we thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we're assembled as Christians this morning, thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ who in his singular obedience made us righteous so that we can stand before him. We are clothed in his perfect righteousness because he perfectly obeyed the 718 commandments of Moses' law, and then he took our sins upon himself and died the cruel death of hanging on a tree, which was to be cursed under the law of Moses. And so he positively fulfilled the law, and we are clothed in that righteousness He negatively took our sins and paid the full price of death for them upon the cross of Calvary. We can stand before God. Now, how do we know that we're justified? How do we know that we're in His righteousness? We believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the initial act of faith that is the evidence and assurance and claim that we are God's and that Jesus did indeed die for us. Then we are baptized. The Bible says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Then we add to that baptism good works, and we live a life of pleasing the Lord Jesus Christ and pleasing our Father in heaven, and by so doing we can make our calling and our election sure. We were created unto good works, that God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. This is how we can answer Bildad the Shuhite and say that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us a standing in heaven. Let us thank Him and worship Him this day. Let us pray. O Lord God, our Father in heaven, 
O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Dominion is with thee. There is none that can stay thy hand or say unto thee, What doest thou? You do according to your will in the armies of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing before thee. Fear is with thee. O Lord, the angels trembled even before the Lord Jesus Christ in his state of humiliation. The fallen angels, the devils themselves, would fall at his feet and confess that your son was their Lord and had he come to torment them before the time. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, for the great power and sovereign dominion of the universe that you have and of that you have assigned to your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask the question with Bildad, and we know the answer is apart from anything man can devise, how can a man be just before God? But we thank Thee for Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we have come into Thy presence this day to worship Thee. Bless us by Your Spirit to worship Thee acceptably. Turn our hearts toward Thee and lift them up in the Holy Ghost that we will be thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ. And Heavenly Father, we do believe this day, and we have believed that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and our only hope of eternal life. But we pray that you would yet increase our belief, that we might fulfill that which our brother John wrote, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you might know that you have eternal life, and that ye might believe on the name of the Son of God. Heavenly Father, bless our worship that it will ascend up into heaven, even into your holy place, and that you will take delight and be pleased with our sacrifices of praise this day, that Jesus Christ will be honored and magnified and glorified by our worship today. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We're thankful for the legal sacrifice the Lord Jesus Christ paid, but we must confess That on a daily basis we show the weakness of our flesh and sin yet again against thee. Forgive us those sins that we might come into your house with clean hands and a pure heart. We are thankful for every mercy that you've shown us. We are thankful for our government, though we see so many problems. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the liberties that we have because of their oversight of this nation. And we pray that you would yet preserve our country. We're thankful for the Word of God in our language. And we ask, O Lord, that you would stir us up to read it, to learn it, and to live it like we should. We're thankful for our church, that you have united those of like precious faith to come into this house and to worship thee together. Unite our hearts this day to fear thy name. And Heavenly Father, bless us to have no grudges or bitterness or strife or envy among us but that we might be entirely united in loving the Lord Jesus. Amen. We thank Thee for every good thing that You put on our tables, under our roofs, and in our professions, in our businesses. You have provided our daily bread and oh so much more, and we thank Thee. Heavenly Father, be with Your churches and servants and saints in every place. We do pray that the Word of the Lord will have free course and be glorified today. And we ask for it to be done here and everywhere where they call upon your name in sincerity and in truth. 
Be with us now. We're thankful to be in your house. We're thankful that you have revealed yourself to us. We're thankful that you have called us unto thee. We draw nigh unto thee this morning. O Lord, do thou draw nigh unto us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.